Hi, welcome to Soul Worthy Love. I am your host, Rinsey. Soul Worthy Love is your one-stop relationship podcast on everything marriage, dating, and of course, relationships. As we always say, love is safe. If it's not safe, it's not love. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Worthy Love. Hi, Dr. Liz. Great to have you here. Hello, Rancy. Hello, hello, everyone. So nice to connect again through the the waves, the frequency around the globe. Hopefully, people we know we have a lot of people in New Zealand. So, hi, people in New Zealand listening to this podcast. It's cool that you're there. Yeah, we have a lot of global listeners. So today we're going to talk about open relationships and polyamory. Now, to start off. I think it's important to define what open relationships are and what polyamory is. So, Lise, if you want to give us a brief overview and definition of these two. Well, if you look at polyamory, the Latin root for poly means many. Amory is amour, which is love. So having many loves and having open relationships. Does it mean that if you are in an open relationship that you have a lot of love? I think you may have lots of friendships, and that's a kind of love. But to have a fully consciously loving relationship with one person, which is an amazing spiritual experience, I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. Maybe if you been in a relationship for a long time and you have a consciously loving relationship with one person and you already established it and then both of you decide that from a place of discovery you would like to try this with somebody else but I can tell you from working with thousands of people one-on-one it's challenging enough to have one relationship where you're fully connected and to have two three four (laughs) it's it's that's a different that's a different uh way of being and in my experience i have not met anybody that's been an open relationship or polyamory that ends up being happy after 5 10 years something happens where either the, all the relationship end or some of them like most of them are abandoned but one Because, again, love is wanting the best for another being while respecting your needs. And it's not only about hanging out with people, having sex with different people. So people think that having sex is is love. Like, it's, it's nice, like having a nice meal and all that, but it's not love. (laughs) To have a fully connected spiritual experience of love it takes work. It's and like, if you imagine the yin and the yang again, the light representing pleasure and the dark representing challenges, to have a full-on loving relationship, you need to challenge yourself. You need to invest yourself in the relationship. It's not something that you just, you know, have a date here and there, go out for dinner, have a nice talk, have sex, and then you move on. You know, go spend an afternoon cycling with someone, have sex, and like doing all the friendship stuff with 
sex, but having a full-on loving relationship with one person where you experience the highs and the lows and you're there for everything, that takes a lot of energy. And if you have a purpose for your life and you're driven, if you want to be a really involved partner with all the different relationships that you have, then you don't have any time left for your career, for your health, for your spirituality. It's a lot of work. So I haven't seen so far, and that's from working with thousands of people, and some people are listening right now, you might get mad at me for saying that, but I, so far I have not ever met someone who had been in an open relationship that was actually fully invested in their hearts. For me, it's more like being in in the stock market. You can have one investment or you can have, what's the word? You can have, uh, what's the word? <laughs> so for me, it's like having one investment in one air, in, in one pack industry or having a mutual funds where you can have like 20 different industry that your mutual fund is invested in and you go for a mutual fund because if some you know one or two go down or five go down you still have 15 there that are going to keep your investment alive and i think that's what happened with a lot of people who go into polyamory many relationships open relationship is you're so afraid of being fully invested in your heart with another person of being committed to making it work that you go about making sure that if one ends, then there's always another one as a backup. So for me, in my experience, working with lots of people, people who have a need for polyamory is because they've been hurt as a child, something has happened, they don't trust love anymore, and but they're loving beings, but they're so scared that they cannot fully commit to one person. Because what if I commit to... One person and something happened. Maybe they die. Maybe the relationship ends. What's going to happen to me? That's why it's important to know the difference between needing and loving. When you love someone, you want the best for them while respecting your needs. You put yourself there as important as the other person is. I mentioned this before. I was in a long-term relationship for six years and it was long distance. And he lived in New Jersey. I'm in Toronto, Canada. And um, it was hard. We didn't get to see each other as often as I wanted to. And after six years of living like this, it was not good for me to move over there. And it was not good for him to move over to Canada. And um, so we had to part. But it was not devastating. We learned how to love through each other. We wanted the best with each other. And then we moved on and, you know, we started other relationships. But if you feel that you're going to die if this person dies, or if something happens to the relationship, you're going to be wanting to edge your bets all the time. You're going to want to make sure that you never end up alone. And that's that's something some people cannot be alone. They end up feeling that something is really wrong, wrong with them when they're alone. You need to be able to 
spend two or three days like this is a good test go go away on a retreat by yourself you can bring a book and a diary and sit and be with yourself and go for walks and whatever you know spend two or three days by yourself and see can i be alone and be happy alone and when you can be happy alone with your own connections with your heart you know you've done a lot of good inner work and you've connected in your heart that feels really good and then that's the same thing you can have with another person. When you constantly need stimulation because you're afraid of feeling that inner voice inside of you, well, there's some fears. The fears of being unworthy of love is always the center core bubble that we all have and that we all need to do our work. That's why... I, I created this, so I, I know it sounds like I'm plugging in my, my uh, Soul with the Love program, but there's a reason why I'm doing this. I could do real estate. I could do financial investment. I don't need to be doing what I'm doing to make money. I could retire right now if I wanted to. So I, I'm doing this because I know that when people feel love in their lives, it starts first with themselves and then having a, a great companionship and learning through this to have gratitude and wisdom it is this amazing way of going through life and it brings you stability it brings you courage it brings you inner peace and love and gratitude and a feeling of, of fulfillment that's why i'm very passionate about the the soul Worthy love program and i encourage you all to check it out you can have the, just the online program but you can have some that you can coach with one of my coaches or some with me. You get access to the Art of True Love workshops. Like There's all kinds of things I put in there. So you can learn to be truly happy, not always seeking for the next shiny object, the next you know, trend, the next thing that you should be doing. The true happiness comes with inner peace. If you feel ravaged when you're alone, I invite you to take your time to explore yourself and explore love so that you can feel, you know, that deep connection inside of you. This week I was doing a coaching call and I have these two amazing women. And one, she has um, chronic fatigue syndrome. So extreme that she only has energy for two hours a day. Imagine, she has two hours a day of energy. And she lives alone by herself. And this woman is amazing. She's caring. She's loving. She's wise. When she gets upset, she does her inner work. She turns it around. She opens herself up to love and gratitude because love and gratitude is the only thing that gives her, gives her energy. She cannot, she cannot function if she's angry. It just destroys her very quickly. So she has this built-in a system that's forcing her to be spiritually awakened and she's so inspiring my my other client she's very loving too and very wise and her father died and he must have been quite a character because he died at 80 years old on his snowmobile he had an accident i think he hit a tree or a branch and he died suddenly at at 80 years old and she was shocked and she was talking about going to the cemetery and and 
he loved little black labs and all of a sudden six black labs puppy just popped there in the middle of you know putting her father's in the ground and she was like wow the the intensity of the pain she was feeling with the intensity of the love at the same time that is something powerful and amazing and full of depth and through going through the ceremony she's learning about love and i was saying to her that the reason we we grieve a relationship either because the relationship broke up or because someone dies the reason we grieve deeply is because for fear and guilt the fear of being without them or the guilt of the things we should have done or not done you know that while they were alive or while we were in the relationship but that if you truly love someone and the person dies or you know the relationship ends True love never dies, it just changes form. So what I recommended she does was to make a list of all the things that she misses from him and find out where is her father being shown now? Where does he show up? Like he used to love and 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 make jokes and do things like that. And her own email has giggles inside. It says like, where is your father showing up? He's showing up in you, showing up with your clients. He's showing up in the world. He's showing up in your mate. He's showing up inside of you. He's showing up in six little black puppy labs showing, you know, showing up. Like love is an amazing spiritual experience. It's so much more than just sex. <laughs> Yeah, sex, even when you have sex, when you have sex with someone that you're really compatible, it feels like divine. You feel you're connecting with something greater than yourself at that moment. So, again, I went on a long talk, but I invite those of you who are in an open relationship or polyamory, I invite you to question and see, am I in this situation right now because I'm afraid? I'm afraid of having only one person and I want to edge my bets. I don't believe one that love can last because that's often the reason if you your parents divorced when you were a kid or you saw you know someone died or something, now you don't believe in love. But love never dies. It will just change form. And once you open yourself up to that experience, it's an amazing experience. Like my mom died two years ago now. And um, last week I was just vacuuming. And I had bought her this vacuum that I'm actually in the same brand that I was using. And I was remembering her vacuuming. And I became like part of connecting. My connection was with my mom in that moment because my face looks like my mom and I see how I move like my mom. So like my mom lives through me in different ways. And the love that I have with my mom is compensated now in my relationship with my clients. Like when you open your heart, you see where, where love shows all the time and we don't need to worry. We are all worthy of love.
Each and every one of us is worthy of love. You only stopped being worthy of love when you decided that something was wrong with you, not getting what you wanted. At the bottom, that's what's what it's all about. So Elise, I think you provided some really interesting examples and how you define open relationships versus polyamory. And so one of my friends, she is in a long-term relationship, but also in an open relationship. And recently she has been seeing this other guy who is also in a long-term relationship with his partner. And today she said to me, she was like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with him. And I looked at her like, in love or infatuated? She's like, I don't know. (laughs) See, this is the part where it gets a little bit tricky because according to Google, it says in an open relationship, you're free to have sex with other people, but stay emotionally committed to only one primary partner. But that doesn't happen. (laughs) You always end up entangled. It creates such a mess. It's so dramatic. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted you, but yeah. That's the idea. Is you open, like you're supposed to have sex, but yeah, you always, especially women. Women, we're more wired to have, when we have sex with someone, we end up, you know, entangled with them more. Right. So this idea of her saying, "I think I'm in love with him. I'm in love with him." I'm like, you saying that to me is saying something about your open relationship but you're supposed to stay committed to your boyfriend like Uh this entire thing I my brain was trying so hard to understand and to grasp but I'm like that's it I think the one thing is like if you can't separate the emotional with the physical like this is what happens Mm -hmm. that's exactly what that's what I'm saying it's it's messy and if you have like me, I'm committed. I'm committed to living my life to the fullest, and that means my career. I want to touch the lives of millions of people. I've been after this since 1989. I'm committed full on to helping people. You know, people experience great lives. But I also have my love life. I have my health. I have my family, my friends. Like, I I don't have time to waste into drama. Like your friend now, she's going to be paying the price for this now. You know, she thinks she's in love with this person, but like he has a partner, that person, and then your partner, what's going to happen? And it's like the mess it creates is it's okay if you're 20 years old and you have lots of time to waste and all kinds of different things. But when you start being focused and consciously creating your life, I'm sorry, but that to me is a waste of time. And it, it it happens usually when you don't feel if you feel that the person you're with is not fulfilling your needs but you too chicken to leave the relationship because you're afraid that oh if i leave them i'm going to be alone and i'm so afraid of being alone i'm going to stay in this relationship but i'm not really fulfilled in that relationship so i'm going to ask to be in an open relationship so i can have the stuff that's missing in my relationship no Like, get yourself good within yourself so that you know you're worthy of love and then go to get, you know, the full package. (laughs) Because having two, three of them at the same time, it's a lot of distraction from doing all the other 
stuff you should be doing with your life to make yourself truly happy. Because happiness is never going to come from someone on the outside. It's going to come from you learning how to love. I, I, I've been doing this for a long time. I haven't met anybody that eventually, if you have an open relationship, it doesn't become exactly like what happened with your friend. Like one of them, like let's say you have four people now in this relationship and one of them decides that, oh, I have feelings for the other person. What if the other person doesn't reciprocate? What if the other person is not interested in you? Now you have you have to tell your partner with whom you are that you're in love with this person who's not in love with you. And the, all the drama it creates is like... So, you know, some people are, are adrenaline junkies and they need to do stuff that's super intense. I, I think doing the open relationship is the same thing. It's, it's needing distraction because you're bored. Either you're not in the career you need to be, you're not looking at what you need to be doing for bringing the best out of yourself, but there's something missing and that's why you're doing that. In my humble opinion, some of you could get really angry at me right now for this, but I haven't met anybody that was eventually able to be fully committed in their heart with more than one person at a time. It's, it's hard enough. And especially the day you decided you want to have a family. Now you have kids, which is a lot of work, and then you have more than one spouse, and then you're not happy. You feel like I'm missing out. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of energy. There's definitely a lot of energy put into different people. So, And I appreciate your comments, Lise. I think it is very helpful for, for some people. So thank you so much for taking the time to walk through open relationships and polyamory. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Soulworthy Love. We have new episodes every Tuesday. Mm-hmm.